Hello Cryptonauts, today we are reporting for November 17th, 2020. The reason I'm reporting so late is because my computer's been down and I didn't take the time to, to work on it until now, got it up and going, and decided to put the podcast on pause for a bit, but now I'm back, so there's a lot to catch up on. So with that said, we're going to do the top 10 daily stats as well as your crypto news of the day. I'm your host, Blockchain John. Alright, Cryptonauts, first reminder, we do have a Discord channel available for cryptocurrency chat in, which I will leave a link in the description below. If you're interested in collaborating with me or interested in becoming a sponsor you can reach out to me through that discord app or through the anchor app with that said let's get started with your top 10 daily stats starting off with bitcoin whoa bitcoin at $23,225.77 up by 17.4% second place ethereum settling at $668.04 up by 12.3% third place xrp settling at 56 cents with a whopping 23.6% gain. Fourth place, Tether, settling at $1.01 with a 0.2% gain. Fifth place, Litecoin, settling at $101.80 with a 23.1% gain. Sixth place, Bitcoin Cash, settling at $323.80 with an 11.4% gain. 7th place, Chainlink, settling at $14.10 with a 12.3% gain. Uh, ooh, 8th and 9th for some reason flipped here. But uh, uh, let's see, I guess Polkadot uh, with $5.59 with an 8.7% gain. And 9th place, Cardano with 16, uh, settling at $0.16 cents with a 11.3% gain. And 10th place, Binance Coin, settling at $31.34 with a 6.4% gain. Alright, that is your top 10 daily stats. Your overall to market cap is at $668.9 billion, up by 15.2%. Alright, let's get started with your crypto news of the day. Alright, Cryptonauts, next reminder, we are using Decrypt.co to get our daily news, as well as CoinGecko.com to get our daily stats. Make sure you collect your daily candies, which I'm about to do right now. Collect. Cha-ching. All right. First news coming in from Shayua Malwa. Galaxy Digital launches Bitcoin fund in Canada. Cryptocurrency merchant bank Galaxy Digital said Monday it received the legal clearance to launch its CI Galaxy Bitcoin fund in Canada as per a release. The bank has partnered with Canadian fund manager CI Global Asset Management for the launch. Owned by prominent Bitcoin bull Michael Novogratz, Galaxy Digital offers investors access and exposure to Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies via its various partnerships. And while some of its funds, such as the Galaxy Institution Bitcoin Fund, are only available to institutional firms in America, the new Canadian fund is open for investment from the general public. Alright, next news. Coming in from Matt Husey. Bitcoin finds a home on Wall Street as stocks fail to rally. Another day, another market rise. The global market cap of cryptocurrencies continued its march north, sitting at $472 billion 
the last time crypto was worth this much was way back in the Halicon days in January 2018 before everything came crashing down. Well, it's still a far cry from the $716 million record in those heady days. It's time to it's time the markets are in better shape for one day, day daily trading volume compared to the peak in of two years ago is four to five times higher than it was in 2018 the biggest daily volume was 37 billion dollars crypto hasn't had a trading day below the number since may 2019 the primary driver of these liquid times appears to be bitcoin west found a home on wall street just yesterday a senior Citibank analyst made the the grandioses predictions to the bank clients that Bitcoin was heading for a six-figure valuation in 2021. All right, nice, nice. Next news written by Scott Chaplina. Prejudical Bitcoin messages won't be heard in Craig Wright's lawsuit. Craig Wright has won a motion to prevent Andreas Antonopoulos, a well-known Bitcoin author, from reading out the contents of 145 messages signed by a blockchain address that claim Wright committed fraud. Mm-hmm. Craig Stephen Wright is a liar and a fraud. He does not have the keys to use to sign this message. They read, ended on the note, we are all Satoshi. The messages in question were signed by a blockchain address that Wright has claimed to own. That implies that Wright doesn't hold the keys to those addresses. However, the court ruled that these specific messages are too prejudicial to be heard by the jury. Regarding the May 4th, 2019 Bitcoin messages, how, however, the court agrees with the defendant that the message itself is a backdoor attempt to attack defendant's character or truthfulness, the court documents said. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right. Next news. Written by Liam Frost. Binance.us CEO discusses expansion to North Carolina. On November 12th, North Carolina, North Carolina became the 41st U.S. Senate to grant an operational license to Binance.us, the American arm of global current cryptocurrency exchange Binance. Catherine Coley, the platform CEO, explains some of the intricacies of dealing with U.S. regulations and expanding across the country. Quote, we, we finally launched in the state where my family's originally from and where I spent four years of college and University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, Coley told the Decrypt Daily yesterday. She noted that recently the platform also launched in Georgia, Alabama, and Florida. While Binance.us applied for a license in every U.S. state, the process of approval is not fast since every state has its own set of regulatory requirements. Alright, nice. Next news, written by Tim Copeland. Bitcoin price hits $17,000 for the first time since January 2018. Obviously, this is old news, but uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read everything. I'm reading everything. All right. Well, actually, sections of everything. So here we go. The price of Bitcoin has shot up today to reach the $17,000 mark, a figure not seen since January 2018. It's up 4% today. Uh, Bitcoin's price has continued to surge over the last few months, rising from $10,000 in early September to its current value, an increase of 70%. The cryptocurrency has now spent 112 days in a row above the $10,000 mark, its longest stretch in history, having reached the 100-day mark on November 5th. Nice, 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 nice. Next news, written by Scott Chaplina. MicroStrategy's Bitcoin is worth $650 million, up 
50% in three months. MicroStrategy, an international business intelligence firm, invested $425 million in Bitcoin between August and September of this year. Now its Bitcoin is worth $650 million. MicroStrategy's investment in Bitcoin signaled the start of what has proven to be an extremely positive second half of 2020 for Bitcoin. The cryptocurrency's price <clears throat> at the time of MicroStrategy's first investment, August 11, 2020, <clears throat> was approximately $11,700. Now, after breaking $17,000, the value of MicroStrategy's Bitcoin keeps growing. The total value of the firm's Bitcoin, which was $425 million at the time of investments were made, is now up $650 million. This also represents a net gain of about $225 million, a 53% a gain on the company's investment to date. Awesome. Next news written by Shayua Malwa. Crypto exchange Huobi reportedly wants to buy a BitThumb. Crypto exchange Huobi is reportedly looking to take over BitThumb, Korea's largest crypto exchange, as per report by local news outlet The Bell. The move is said to be a path for Huobi to gain user in Korea without having to obtain the country's strict licenses for crypto businesses for its main exchange. If completed, the takeover would mark a silver lining for BitThumbs otherwise to tumultuous year. The exchange had its, official rated, uh, had its office raided by authorities in August and is undergoing multiple legal troubles. Its founders and investors are locked in a battle over company shares while the exchange faces allegations of manipulating token prices in a separate case. Well, that doesn't sound too good. I mean, it sounds like good news and bad news, but I don't know. I don't know. Next news written by Scott Chaplina. Figment is distributing $100,000 in tokens to Web3 developers. Figment, Canada's largest blockchain infrastructure and software provider, has announced Figment Learn, a way for developers to re receive Web3 tutorials and rewards. The company is set to distribute $100,000 in tokens to developers who engage with the platform. Web3 promises to be the new era for internet technologies to fully harness Web3 technologies like artificial intelligence and machine learning. Developers need to learn about decentralization and blockchain technologies. Now, Figment is trying to help promote Web3 technologies by distributing tokens to developers. Figment Learn helps developers understand why Web3 matters and how the best can leverage its potential, said Yannick Fola product manager and head at learn at figment all right next news written by liam frost ethereum's top 10 dApps reach half a million daily users the top 10 decentralized applications on the ethereum blockchain has reached 500,000 daily active users on average over the past month according to dap radar's report published today unsurprisingly decentralized finance platforms accounted for over 94 percent of this activity. Per the report, six out of the top 10 Ethereum dApps are from DeFi and exchanges category and two are from high risk still one non-fungible token marketplace Rarible and one game Axie Infinity. App also made their way to the top 10 although they accounted for only about 25,000 active daily users out of a million. Okay, next news. Written by Shao Kong. 
Nervos launches safer alternative to Ethereum token standard ERC20. It's been a year since the Nervos Network, a scalable proof-of-work blockchain, released its mainnet Lina. To celebrate the anniversary, anniversary of its Ethereum-like network, the company today announced it's launching a native token standard, the Simple User Defined Token (SUDT). Just like the ERC20 standard for Ethereum, it allows anyone to create its and issue new tokens on Nervos blockchain. SUDT is designed to compete with Ethereum's ERC20, especially in DeFi's use case. Cypher Wang, Nervos head of product, told Decrypt. All right. Next news written by Daniel Phillips. There are now 25,000 Bitcoin millionaires. Wow. In a short lifespan, the price of Bitcoin has gone from less than a cent to hit nearly $20,000 back in 2017. Unsurprisingly, it's made some people rich along the way. What isn't so clear-cut is exactly how many lucky individuals hit the jackpot. One of the simplest ways to check is to look at the number of Bitcoin millionaires. In other words, anybody owning at least $1 million worth of cryptocurrency. Although the term has been thrown around for almost a long, as long as Bitcoin has existed, it's difficult to put the exact number of how many Bitcoin millionaires there are at one time. But here's what we do know. Defining Bitcoin's millionaires. According to data from by Bitcoin Worldwide, Bitcoin has a 60-day average day, uh, daily volatility of 2.93%. This means that on average, the price of Bitcoin has fluctuated by 2.93% each day for the last two months. The volatility could blah, 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 blah. Okay. Um, so how many Bitcoin millionaires are there? As per data from BitInfo charts, there are currently 25,031 Bitcoin addresses with a balance of $1 million or above. However, due to the fact that an unknown number of the Bitcoin holders may hold multiple addresses, the sum of more than $1 million, while several addresses containing more than $1 million and BTC may be owned by the same person, it's best to consider this figure a rough estimate. Alright. Next news written by Jeff Benson. Crypto-friendly telecom startup raises $12 million in Series A. OXIO, a carrier-as-a-service platform that integrates elements of blockchain technologies, has raised $12 million in a Series A led by Brazilian VC firm Monashis and Florida-based Atlantico Capital. The company introduced services in Mexico this year and has eyes on the U.S., Brazilian, and Australian markets for 2021. With $20 million in funding so far, including sizable seed investment from Multicoin Capital and Fintech Collective, the company is primed to compete in an American market with high mobile data prices. Alright, next news written by Robert Stevens. Bitcoin market cap hits all-time high as price soars. Bitcoin's market cap today hit an all-time high. Its sky-high market cap, $330 billion, is the result of its booming price, currently about $17,800. Bitcoin's market cap is the sum of of all the coins in circulation and the price of a single Bitcoin. Bitcoin's price hit hit its all-time high close to $20,000 in 2017, but the record for the all-time high market cap was $328 billion, according to data from Coinmetrics lower than today all right all right all right all right next news written by andrew hayward ray dalio wants you to change his mind about bitcoin investing 
with Bitcoin's price soaring anew lately, topping $17,700. As of this writing, we're seeing more and more traditional finance leaders reevaluate their views on the lending on the leading cryptocurrency. Billionaire Ray Dalio, head of the world's largest hedge fund hedge fund, fund Bridgewater Associates, is the last latest to challenge his own long-held perspectives on the matter. In a series of tweets today, Dalio admitted that he might be missing something about Bitcoin and that he'd love to be corrected. He went on to detail the reason why he has been critical of Bitcoin in the past, stating that it's not very good as a medium of exchange because you can't buy much with it. I presume that because it's too volatile for most merchants to use, but correct me if I'm wrong. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> Anyways, next news, written by Jeff Benson. A girl buys Bitcoin. Macy Williams joins in our historic rally. Who's this? I don't know who that is. When Macy Williams, I think it's Macy, M-A-I-S-I-E, Macy Williams, a.k.a. Arya Stark, badass of Winterfell, winner of the Game of Thrones, asked Twitter for investment advice yesterday. Over 900,000 people responded. Her question was simple and elegantly stated, with no need for capitalization. Bitcoin is capital. Quote, should I go long on Bitcoin? Question mark. And the answer was clear. No. What? But Macy Williams isn't one to just sit in a castle and let you tell her not to buy Bitcoin as its price quickly accelerated towards record highs. She doesn't sit back and wait for the zombie economy to run its course. No, Macy Williams wanted that BTC, so she bought it. Quote, thank you for the device, she declared her to her throng of potential new fans who were anxious to embrace her as one of their own. I bought some anyways. <laughs> it's hard to say whether that whether the anyways was referring referring to the votes resulted or to the endless commentary she received from the Bitcoin maximalist. Like a true Bitcoiner, Macy doesn't care what other people think are vegetables necessarily healthy for diets. Macy only eats meat now. Thank you very much. Is is mansplaining a one a, a thing? Man, oh, mansplaining. Mans, mans, what? Manspla- mansplaining? That says mansplaining. I don't know what that is. A mansplaining? Mansplaining. A thing? Uh, only only in West Westeros. Westeros. I don't know what that is. Sorry. Next news, anyways. Next news. Written by Robert Stevens. Mysterious Ethereum ad offers reward for solving this puzzle. There's a f- image here that has hashtag 0x Poland and then below that is hashtag 0x Poland heist. A virtual marketing campaign has sprung up in Warsaw, the capital of Poland, plastered across metro stations in the message, quote, solve the puzzle, claim the reward. The poster then points commuters to an Ethereum address that contains the reward 7ETH as well as hashtag Hashtag 0xPoland and hashtag 0xPolandHeist. The Twitter account that appears to be behind the campaign 0xPoland link to, links to websites that display a countdown timer set to expire on Thursday at 9.24 a.m. UTC and code, and code to the smart contract. To claim the money according to the smart contract, one must enter the correct solution into the, into the Ethereum smart contract. This involves calling the reveal function of the smart contract. 
Once the correct solution has been entered, the smart contract will wire the sender 7 ETH, supposedly. So let's see, did anybody get it? Let's check, check, check. Mm, nope, nobody yet, nobody yet. Okay, next news. Written by Jeff Benson. Trump to nominate former Coinbase uh, executive Brooks to head OCC. President Trump today announced his intent to nominate Brian Brooks, head of Office of the Comptroller of Currency. Brooks, Coinbase's former chief legal officer, has been serving as acting comptroller since May 29th. Or sorry, May 29th of this year after Joseph Odding resigned. If the nomination process is successful, it must be approved by the U.S. Senate. Brooks would serve a five-year term. Unsurprisingly, given his cryptocurrency pedigree, Brooks has brought a great focus on the cryptocurrency asset and service to the OCC, a treasury office that oversees national banks and federal savings associations. Awesome, awesome, awesome. All right, next news written by Jeff Benson. Trump fires cybersecurity chief who said election was secure. President Trump has fired Christopher Krebs, director of cybersecurity and infrastructure security agency, after Krebs and CISA refuted Trump's claims of election fraud. Krebs reportedly believed last week that he was set to be fired. CISA assistant director for cybersecurity Brian Rare resigned on November 12th due to apparent pressure from the White House. Wow. Next news, written by Jeff Benson. Senate blocks Fed nominee who wants return to gold standard. Since former Federal Reserve Chair Janet Yellen retired in February 2018, her seat on the agency's seven-member board of governors has been vacant, and President Trump's nominee to replace Yellen Gold Standard advocate Judy Shelton is having a difficult time getting confirmed. Her nomination failed to, pro- to pro- proceed on the 47-50 vote today. Shelton, whose last position was... Oh, shoot. Hold on. I lost my spot. Shelton, whose last position was as the U.S. Director to the European Bank for Reconstruction and Development, has called for the U.S. To return to the gold standard that would tie the value to the dollar to actual metal rather than the price it can fetch on foreign exchange markets. Shelton's reasons for supporting a reversal of monetary policy, President Nixon officially ended the gold standard in 1971 and directly related to inflation. In theory, because there is a limited supply of the precious metal, using a gold standard is anti-inflammatory. In a Wall Street Journal, okay, so we're, yeah, that's fine. We got all those details. Next news. Last news of the day. Written by Jeff Benson. Bitcoin's price rises 9% in 24 hours to hit $18,000. This is getting to be monotonous. Monotonous. Less than a day after surging above $17,000 in value, Bitcoin has reached $18,000 for the first time since December 2017. The price increase comes with a fresh record for market capitalization, which now sits above $334 billion. In the last 24 hours, Bitcoin's price has risen in value by a whopping 9% and now is above $18,150. Nexo co-founder and, and, and Tony 
Trevecci said, A few recent events has undoubtedly had an impact. Institutional investments by the likes of MicroStrategy and Square, PayPal actively shilling crypto, and the Bitcoin having in May, among others. MicroStrategy, a public company led by the Bitcoin convert Michael Saylor, made its first Bitcoin investment in early August when BTC was, was in the $11,000 range. In early October, Jack Dorsey founder Square bought 4,709 Bitcoin around $11,000, actually a little below $11,000. By October 21st, Square's alternative PayPal has joined the fray, announcing it would allow users to purchase Bitcoin on its app. The price was, was in the $12,000 point at that range <clears throat> about a month ago. Now it's now it's $18,000. Well, obviously now it's a lot more than that, so it's unbelievable how how one month can make this big of a difference in Bitcoin. Amazing. It's a beautiful thing. It really is. I just really hope that everybody that had been telling to buy Bitcoin so long ago that they that they were able to get themselves a wallet and just, just stack sats. It's that easy. Stack sats and hodl. That's it. But people have weak hands and they sell off real quick. I had a buddy of mine that... Uh, I don't know why he did it. It didn't make any sense. He he bought, um, I, I don't want to say how much, but he, he bought Bitcoin. And this was when it was going up at the first peak. And he sold off after it gained like 10%. I'm like, dude, why would you do <coughs> Why would you do that? But in, in his eyes, it was a good thing. Because shortly, the, I, it, it continued to rise. But it didn't go too much further because he was already buying at the top when it when it was first surging up, right? It was going up to what the first time when it went up to twenty grand, he probably bought it at eighteen thousand. So to see it go up to twenty thousand for him, it, I mean, he just he made a small percentage off of that, and then he sold off, which was fine because uh, immediately after that it tanked. And so in his eyes, hey, he came out profitable. So, um, and in my opinion. I would have liked him to bop back in when everything went back down, but he hasn't touched it since, and that's kind of a shame because he could have bought it at sub four thousand dollars if I told him. Well, if if he took my advice and, and listened to buy it at that time, but he didn't, so it is what it is. And now we're here at what are we at now? We are sitting at what did I say earlier? Twenty twenty three thousand dollars. Unbelievable. Um. Believable. So with that said, Cryptonauts, I'll catch you all on the next one. Adios.